0: and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, KBs, for another thrilling, rip roaring, riveting, rousing journey of exploration <laughs> to experience the absolute best life. StephenCanyon.com is the website for upcoming events and all other kinds of resources. You can check it out there and make sure that you also follow us on Instagram at StephenCanyon. Hello, Miss May.
1: Hello, hello. Have you
0: ever ridden a tandem bike?
1: No, I have, I have not.
0: You know what a tandem bike is?
1: I sure with, do. With
0: two seats. And yes. Four, four pedals. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hopefully. <laughs> w-
0: why would you like to ride one? Um. You want to go get a tandem bike later today and and, and go scooting around town?
1: It sounds sort of awful.
0: <laughs> I saw one go by the other day and I thought, I want to do that with Meg. Well, what's what? What sounds awful about it?
1: I don't. Well, I think sometimes when you're on the back of something, it's it's different than if you're driving and and it's not. It doesn't have four well,
0: what wheels. Well, dri- what if you drive? Who said you have to be on the back of But then that's it? too
1: much pressure, so I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm cut out for that.
0: Is it a trust thing, you say? Because well, if you're on, let's say you're on the back and you're just trusting somebody else, I guess, to I guess. choose guess It's hard to go. imagine
1: me being on the back of a tandem bike, going around a corner and, you know, balancing perfectly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I, we did the motorcycle, but I wasn't in charge of anything.
0: Well, all you would have to do is pedal.
1: That's it.
0: I guess. What if we don't? If on the back. What
1: if we don't lean in the right way well, and we just I fall think, over? I
0: think you just do, right? <laughs> I guess this the momentum of the. Well, how do I know you're even pedaling?
1: You don't exactly. And I probably would. In fact, wouldn't in fact be. I know you don't. You're not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to try it with you. Let's do it. I like it. You showed me actually a video of some some amusement park ride. Mm. Where the people mm-hmm. are, they're the riders. They're being dropped from these bungee ropes, and yes. then they're reeled back in. And, and I mean, and as the, the round thing shoots up to the top, they all disappear. And then what? They just dropped all the way to the ground. And,
1: yes, but, but in the middle of it, they release them and they spin. They fling yeah. them around in a circle, mm-hmm. and then they yeah, and then they suck them back in and drop. No way. Would you? You wouldn't no do that. No way. You
0: you would not do no. that. I would not. Well, usually you see mostly female, w- women, girls. What yeah, doing? The, the guys are that. the guys are holding the popcorn or whatever, <laughs> and the drinks.
1: Yeah. Well, I think women have a higher threshold for pain and horror. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're back on the, the tandem bike yeah, again. Yeah, I guess I'm going to ride the tandem. Pain and horror. I, you know, I, that must be true because I have absolutely they just do. no desire
1: They're just, we're
0: to get on we're something like different.
1: that. Well, it's funny you said that because my sister, I remember back in the day, she paid me 20 bucks to do this ride with her. And it was just where they, you know, crank you up really high and then just drop you. It was terrible. So
0: you, your your threshold of fear can be increased <laughs> With, with money.
1: With money, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Pay absolutely. me. Absolutely. And I will now gladly my, be a, my afraid. My <laughs> price has gone up since, <laughs> since I was 10, but yes. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'll bet
0: it has. What would, what would you have to be paid now? <laughs>
1: oh, it depends on what you're Thousands asking of, of me. <laughs> a tandem bike?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. I think there's something uh, about the, the female trust in things that they'll, they'll ride just about anything. Maybe. Would you trust a dark swimming pool?
1: Ooh, I told you that story the other night. Yeah, so I was you... a kid, and, and me and my friend snuck into her pool at night to swim, but it was it was horrible. It was not fun because it's pitch black, and you know how it is when you're a kid. Your mind is just imagining a big squid or, you know, a shark or something. Well, now, I find that an interesting story
0: text. because you started by saying that we snuck into a swimming pool, and then the swimming pool is dark, so we've got two different things going on there that yeah. may have been factored into your trepidation for being in a dark swimming pool? It was just the darkness
1: because it was her pool, mm-hmm. but all the lights were off because obviously everyone's in bed. But you shouldn't have been it. in the pool. Correct. This is correct.
0: But were you paid?
1: Well, they weren't my parents. I wasn't going to get in trouble.
0: Did you make any money off, off, <laughs> no. off of this <laughs> no, deal? No,
1: but I, I just remember imagining a shark down there somewhere.
0: Well, so. where is it? I've got it here somewhere the results are in. Oh,
1: yes. I almost forgot. They, yes, yes, Today yes. is... The Big Reveal. It
0: is Friday. 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 (laughs) And the results are in. And you, the listener, all you guys have voted. So many votes came in. So many. The question was, if we're to do a residency podcast brunch, broadcast brunch live with a studio audience, where would you, the listener, the audience, like for us to set it up to do that? Would it have been in?
1: In San Diego or Denver. Or Orlando.
0: Now there's a Denver, North Carolina. (laughs) Denver, Colorado. Okay, Denver, Colorado. Or Orlando, Florida. 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 Sunny Florida. And you have all voted. We tallied the votes. And we are going to be doing a live studio audience podcast brunch each week from Orlando, Florida. And in the next, uh, sometime next week, tickets will become available for you guys to begin signing up and coming on out to join us yes,
1: available I at stephencanyon.com wait. i, I am can't so wait excited. either
0: i'm gonna just we're gonna eat them alive <laughs> <laughs> Is what we're gonna do I, well, <laughs> that's <laughs> funny <laughs> don't we all in, in,
1: anyone out there who's been um, deprived of of the people, human of people people
0: interaction yes,
1: yes we're just oh, gonna God. gobble everybody up
0: i, I cannot wait <laughs>
1: And it's gonna be great because like you said, it's gonna be a brunch, there's gonna be coffee, and how fun is breakfast, brunch to do with everybody, awesome seating.
0: Several hours of yeah. just uh, and it will be safe
1: me. and socially distanced yes. and all that jazz. Mm. Oh, it's gonna a, be great. And another
0: thing, if you are eating and drinking something, you can you don't have to have your mask on. True. If right? you're
1: if you're consuming something, but we're going so. to be safe. Absolutely. Oh, no question. Love
0: it. Awesome. Hey, let's talk about you're a kinetic believer, so now what? Well, there's something about Not everybody being affected the same by forms that are in the world around us, and actually the aptitude for sensory perception, uh, we know that it is just like the rides, you know, just because you're a male or a female or both or neither, um, doesn't necessarily affect what is going to be different or not different for you. In other words, in the same way that the outward movement of our desires as they attract substance into form in our lives, it really doesn't express itself with equal intensity on all people. Everybody's different. You know, we're not all just alike. And even though we all, you know, we come into the world the same way, even though we are all spiritually related with each other, we are uniquely and we are dynamically different and and it's in a beautiful way and and it's a way that you can actually see it some people feel a strong urge to construct something others want to create something and then there are those who just have to become involved in the community or maybe in their neighborhood mm-hmm. Or whatever is going on, Uh, they just need to have their hands in it. There are the achievers, and then there are those who have made the determination to make an impact on the world in some great way. And some do, even though they never actually set out to make an impact. I always find that interesting.
1: Accidental, impact. Accidental impacts.
0: Accidental impacts. <laughs> way to go, Ralph. Right. No, But what most fail to take into account is, is the butterfly effect that our mere presence has on the world. Every single mm. person mm. is affecting change on the world. Every single living person does in some significant way change the world for the better when they pass through.
1: That's so beautiful and just so true, which, you know, that also means that every single person we'll ever meet is... They are significant. Mm. You know, people from every country, every culture, every race, color, and creed, all of us are, we are equally significant to one another. And, mm. and I have to say, that's just the most beautiful, natural perspective to have. Yeah.
0: When someone is unaware of their sense of being and they are unaware of the sense of being within all others, the people that they meet, they are unawake. In other words, their ego automatically takes over and uses the energy of the outflow of competitive desires for its own satisfaction. A lot of people come up and say to me, you know, that they're just too tired at the end of their day, at the end of the week, and all of their life's commitments and the kids and whatever it is Mm. to be able to enjoy anything. The enjoyment of things begins by being present in order to observe and experience whatever the circumstances are that you're in. I mean, otherwise, the overt exertion of effort in the performance of outward expectations, it just greatly decreases the creative energy that's available to you. If someone is present with the companion of of gratitude, I mean, you're just grateful, always, Even for those seemingly silly, insignificant things, this is somebody that's always grateful. I'm grateful that it's raining. I'm grateful that it's sunny. I'm grateful that uh, my Uber ride is on time. I am so grateful that my Uber ride is late. I can't tell you how excited that makes me. (laughs) I mean, in all things, the outflow of, of strong creativity, the expression of your inner self, it becomes highly evident to those around the person who who's always grateful.
1: Well, what would you say to those listeners who who don't consider themselves to be creative? Because it sounds like the the world is using an incorrect definition for what it even means to be to be creative.
0: The abundant uh, creative style of life isn't for just a select few of people. No, every person comes into the world with the same aptitude for living a dynamic, adventure-filled, abundant life each one was created with the ability to identify with the essence of who they really are i mean think about it as children there is a sense of an autopilot that we find ourselves just being navigated by as we as we grow and it's sort of taken over and it's full of enthusiasm excitement energy i mean we were watching these kids out in the swimming pool uh, and and it's different kids yes. every night from from where we are mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the games are the same, the enthusiasm, the running, the splashing, the conversation, the yeah. chitter-chatter, and the, it's, it's, it's magical. It's magical. Magical. And so there's an autopilot of magic that we find ourselves being navigated by as we're children, mm-hmm. as, we, as we, that natural expansion.
1: I love that, an autopilot of magic. Can, can we please? Can we please get into that? It, yes, and
0: it it's very real. It's it's natural, mm-hmm. and it's in alignment with the expectations of the universe, Meg. It's the way that we come into the natural, and it's you know the way we're plugged in, mm-hmm. and it's the plug that's working. It's the energy that's working. It's the magic that that's working before we grow old enough to unplug it. Mm-hmm. Because as we get older, that's when the slide begins to happen. Right. As we mature, when cognitive awareness begins to take over, well, now then we are all of a sudden faced with all of these mindful decisions.
1: Well, I think about this so often. I mean, you know, you and I were just talking about this earlier today, how much fun it would be if if we could go somewhere and maybe to an amusement park where, where all the adults were acting like the children, you know, not in just a stupid... <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Not in a stupid, uh, silly way. Oh,
0: I can think of some guys you know. right now that it would fit fit the mold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they need it we all need yes, it yes you know but wouldn't that be amazing if they were all just abandoned to <laughs> self-awareness and mm-hmm. you know and in a sense wouldn't that just be though in all seriousness experiencing life with the faith of a child
0: yeah it would be otherwise you know the natural course for transcending our awareness after the natural expansion that we develop from as we grow and grow up otherwise it just it's run its course and we need to recognize that 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 um, magic mm-hmm. has run its course naturally.
1: Well I love that you are piecing together this idea that it, true faith, the right kind of faith, the the kind of belief that gets things done, it's it has to be combined with excitement. That's the natural combination, the natural relationship.
0: And so what does a chef in the kitchen do to combine ingredients? It's, it's stir it up. Oh, yeah, it has to be done intentionally. People, as they become adults, they abandon that wonderment of the child for all kinds of reasons. But this is where most people will separate one from the other. You know, some will go on to experience this outwardly mediocre, uh, more passive and uneventful existence. And those are actually the more introverted by nature. Mm-hmm. And for them, the outward flow of desire into forms, that's, it's nominal. Mm-hmm. It's just the basics. For the introverted, they would rather not get involved in making any real change in the world. And as far as ambitions go, they usually don't even desire anything more than Perhaps finding something that they could do that gives them you know, some security and some independence. Right. Just the basics. And, and a lot of people like this, they find it hard to make friends, and they find it difficult to to fit in with others.
1: Well, that seems very sad, almost like a half-life, being so introverted that, that you're not allowing others in. Sure, there's obviously vulnerability that comes with that, um, but but that's life. That's part mm-hmm. of living. I mean, we learn, we grow within ourselves, um, but challenging ourselves in that place, it's, yeah. it's vital.
0: Without companionship, you know, the introverted whose ego is mostly contemplative about itself, it's sometimes drawn toward living in a secured, well, a gated spiritual community, perhaps. Others will often... They'll drop out from society because they just don't believe they have anything in common with anybody else, mm. and a lot will turn to opioids or drugs of some other kind because living under the world systems they're just too maddening, and for them they'll tell you, well, it's just too painful, Steve, for me to be out here and trying to, to keep up with all of this other stuff and others. But now here's the deal: other people who've looked within and who have compassion for other people. While seeing the source of life within all others, well, they often become healers or spiritual teachers teaching the power of kinetic belief or the transcending state of awareness of being and all those things. But even for most of these in modern society, there isn't a place for them to just fit in you can't, because that would be a contradiction in terms, wouldn't it?
1: So it, it does sound like, regardless of, of re, whether we, we are living you know, this introverted life or an enlightened life, still, it's going to come from within. That's where we're going to find that, that true purpose for life.
0: Yeah, this is the good news, because in the new world of the awakening consciousness, the role of those who are transcending the egoist state of unconsciousness are moving into their vital roles as that of the imaginative creators. Those are the doers in this world. And those are the reformative leaders of the light. And the purpose of doing for these is to create uh, bastions of positive energetics for the alignment of new consciousness on this planet.
1: Oh, man, you know I love a good visual. I mean, I can just see exactly what you're saying, what you call these these mm. bastions of positive energetics just forming all over the world. These are the hotspots of positive energy uh, attracting abundant life into the world. I mean, I can just see these as these bright cities looking, mm. you know, like on Google Earth maps or something, you know, just showing darkness across a continent with all those bright lights of energy mm. where good. the cities are located. That's just, oh, I love that visual.
0: The bastions of light around the world are what I call the KBs, Mm, and they are creative visionaries who practice the law of attraction. They practice kinetic belief. KBs are unmoved by the manipulators of life, and they don't respond to negative persuasions. They don't cave in and quit when things look hard. Once they determine the identity of the mission within their soul, they don't allow anything at all to make them stop. KBs understand that, you know what, it's not simply some kind of physical exertion that's going to be required of them. No, it's the creative force of belief that changes the world. It rearranges circumstances and it, it'll move mountains if necessary. This is the power of vision, the matter bending cause and effect of imagination. It's the same bias that exploded the cosmos onto the scene. And it's on the inside of every single one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And it responds immediately to whatever it's is asked of it. Nothing can stop the strength of joy. Nothing can prevent the determination of gratitude from manifesting exactly what it desires.
1: Yes, let's write it in the sky. There is no force on earth that can prevent gratitude from manifesting what it is thankful for.
0: Yeah, that's Boom. Amen, right? Mic drop. Yeah, yes. are here. They, they're here as an anchor.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: To conscious awareness through their presence in daily life
1: what a, a, I just love what an amazing thing that we get that you're telling us we get to see ourselves as just an anchor to that conscious awareness that is powerful
0: well it's through the unconditional love meg of the non-judgmental acceptance of all other people as well as being the positive influencers that they were created to be that makes them anchors Mm. because it's in this way that KBs fashion the seemingly insignificant with the light of joy and happiness. They color the pride of egos with the humility of advantage, while attracting profound meaning from the universe around them. It's it's is their it's their assignment, which is to illuminate Peace into this world by being present in whatever it is that they do. The space of presence is a, it's a peculiar thing for all others to see because it's not worrying when all others are worrying. It's not anxious for anything when everybody else is anxious. There is enlightened consciousness and therefore a delightful quality in everything that a KB does, even the seemingly simplest of tasks. Their purpose is to do everything with, with reverence. I mean, they see each awakened moment in life as, as a privilege to be experienced. Life
1: really is a, a privilege, isn't it, what you're telling us? I mean, we shouldn't take one single day for granted. Um, and I mean, wouldn't you say that that's true for everybody, that for all of us, there's there's some kind of contribution that we are here to make? Uh,
0: absolutely. And I think that the, the, the purpose of a contribution makes itself uh, evident for anyone who's seeking that meaning in life. Every single human being, regardless of the era in which they've lived, they're all functional parts of the human collective consciousness. And without the labels of good and bad and uh, every action, every intention has had a a purposeful effect upon the world far more deeply than the surface judgments of good and evil. Mm. In other words, all living things evolve to become better versions of itself through the exposure to some kind of conflict, something that otherwise we think, well, it's just not good.
1: Well, and I know this is not easy for a lot of us. And, you know, a lot of times we're thinking, you know, how could this possibly be a good thing? Because because we can all see the tragedy in the world, mm. things that happen to us, things that happen in our lives to people we love. Um, and there's just, we, we can't imagine that there's any good in that.
0: You know, there's, there's plenty of circumstantial evidence that Many of the traits, for example, that plants have are adaptations to insects, things that we would, on the surface, when you see beetles crawling around on a, a tree or a bush, you think, well, that's not good. Actually, if you think about some of the things that we eat, for example, what makes horseradish spicy? <laughs> well, it's spicy because of compounds that, are, that have evolved by natural selection to be able to fend off insects, The poisons that make uh, milkweed what it is came about exactly the same way. Do you know what nicotine is other than addictive? No. Nicotine is a a neurotoxin of tobacco that evolved by natural selection to be able to keep insects away.
1: Wow. So so I guess you're telling us that all things really are working together for our good.
0: Yeah. You know, that's the advancement of life. The advancement of life is life. And knowing that the best life is a journey— idea of some kind of a utopia, that's just a mental construct that really doesn't exist in this realm.
1: Are they only working together for our good if we say it is? Or is it just that's the that's the baseline for everyone?
0: Working together for our good, whether you know it or not. So it's better to know it. Wow. It's better to know it and to call things into being that you can't see yet so that things do favor you as you go through your day. Mm -hmm. Because look, all utopias, imaginations, have the mental projection of some future time when all will be well, right? We will be saved, and there will be peace on earth and the end of all problems. But at the heart of most utopious visions like that is the problem of looking at what can be seen, looking around you, at the forms in the world around you all the tangibles that exist right now looking at all that and taking a measurement looking at the systems of government in the world and looking at all of that for the answers to a utopia but the only existence the future actually has is as a thought form in our reasonings so when we look at what can be seen for perfection we're just we're actually just looking at one dimensionally we're looking at the world wow. for salvation from itself
1: so so that, that one-dimensional look at the world around us, it's, I mean, it, it sounds pretty limited, you know, sort of like being completely narrow-minded, <laughs> one dimension.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a goldfish in a fish tank, swimming in circles while believing to cross an ocean. It's not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> I'm mad at how relatable that is.
0: <laughs> Darn it. Well, that's what it is. I mean, because through oh, reasonings, Meg, we're trapped in the forms of thinking.
1: Oh, you got
0: me. And and that's our <laughs> egoist self.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So by transcending what we can see and hear and touch and smell, by transcending the fish tank, in other words, by awakening to the essence of our being, we're being we're made free to inhabit what the well actually what the biblical prophet witnessed when he said, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. He wasn't looking at the old one. He wasn't looking at the one around him. The element of time is the platform. It's the fertile soil for what is to come. Now, we transcend the elements of decay by transforming the external reality, the reflection of longings, by adhering to and relying upon the essence of love.
1: Wow. (laughs) This is awesome. Relying upon the essence of love. I mean, that changes everything, doesn't it? Hmm. The kind of love that, that you teach about, it's, it's unconditional, which means it doesn't take into account any kind of wrong. Mm, and, right. and if we're actually living this way, then that would be a, a, a personality, a reality shift. Yeah,
0: if you want to In manifest essence. the abundance that already exists into your presence, for example, don't talk about poverty anymore. Right. I mean, the discussion of poverty adds nothing to the abundance and the happiness of the world around you. To be the purveyor of negative information, regardless of the content or what the topic is. If you're the one that's spreading negative information, that, for example, you're financially struggling, or maybe you've been defined as being poor, that's actually negative form of identification. And remember, what you identify with, past, present, or future, you continue to experience. You may have heard the old saying... um, it is not a disgrace to be poor. Right. That's not true. Poverty is toxic to the human condition and negative constructs of negative reasonings. Change your life with an identity shift. and Because the more you talk and think about your sufferings, how hard things are, how unfair people are to you, the more you will attract more of the same. More than 50% of communication is nonverbal. Now think about that. Because talk about it and demonstrate to everybody that you meet that life is good, all is well, you are abundantly wealthy, you're happy, you're joyous, you're healthy, and things are getting better right now. Virginia Woolf said, There is no gate, no lock, no bolt that you can set upon the freedom of my mind.
1: Mm. Oh, wow. There's no gate that can lock away the freedom of my mind. What a, what a great mental construct of you know, having no fear and true freedom.
0: Yeah, uh, You know, I am so excited by the number of KBs, Meg, who think about and talk about their identity shifts. Yes. They are championing life by imagining the conditions of the world as a new city set upon a hill. I mean, if you can inspire one other person, just one other person to enjoy life by transcending the negative... You've done more good than you could have been than by feeding and clothing a thousand people. Instead of crusading against the unfairness in the world, celebrate diversity. Talk about the beauty of the moment. Talk about the splendor of creation. The masses are not in bondage to anything but self-indulgence and intellectual laziness. And they can have exactly what they will if they will begin to kinetically believe. yes. And the way to make them stop thinking is to stop matching their negative thoughts with negative emotions. I mean, that is the philosophy for the masses, and, and the same applies to us as individuals.
1: And, you know, this does seem to be hard for so many people, and, and I, I mean, I know personally from experience that it's, it's most often because of, you know, who they're spending their days with. It's those people that they're around, they can just be so negative that, that by the end of the day, it's just dragged them down to, to their level.
0: If the collective is not ready or willing to transcend, you don't have to stay down there with them. Mm. If they're not ready to come up there where you are, by all means, don't go down those steps to where they are. You can continue to awaken above them by no longer considering all of that negative talk. Don't answer the phone if you can see that it's negative Ned, (laughs) that's calling, but you can never rise above it if you keep talking about yourself as being down there with it. If you keep talking of yourself as one of those who are disgusted, who are angry, who's upset and bitter and just freaking mad, you'll continue to be one of those who attract life to the earth that make you disgusted and angry and upset and freaking mad. Mm. Don't tell others how terribly you've had it when you were a child either. To talk of those things, that's just to go back into those conditions mentally. And to go back into those conditions mentally is to invite them physically to remain in your life. Talk about all the happy times that you had as a child, even if it was when you were just locked up alone in your room. And and forget and cast down to no effect all of those unhappy times. And do talk about how hard you used to work. And, and don't talk about how little you got for it and about how you walked uphill both ways to school barefoot in the snow. Papa. <laughs> Right. <laughs> if you if you That's worked funny. hard for nothing and you're proud enough of the fact to keep talking about it, you're going to keep working hard for nothing. Wow. Talk about the good work that you've done. And if you have to, of the good pay that you got for it. Because you're wise and you're insightfully competent. You're happy and you're prosperous. Someone who's delighted to work their way up through the new experiences, enjoying your awareness as you go. And don't... Don't apologize for your clothes when somebody compliments you and talk about how cheap it was on sale at Target, even with all the pockets it came with.
1: Oh, you got
0: me. Be grateful for the quality (laughs) of what you wear and ability to purchase what you desire. Don't talk about who's sick or being sick. Talk about, don't talk about poverty. Talk about uh, depression. Don't talk about those things. Don't talk about addiction. Don't talk about unhappiness. Don't talk about the horrors of life, the unfairness of life, the injustices of life. In in any way, shape, or form, don't refer to those things as even existing. And I will tell you that for you and eventually then for all others, it won't. Let's work on some highest viewpoints. Let's do it. Just say this out loud. Say, I have what I say. I
1: have what I say. And
0: I say what I have. And
1: I say what I have. I am. I am. Therefore I am. Therefore I am. Healthy. Healthy.
0: Abundantly wealthy.
1: Abundantly wealthy. I'm happy. I am so happy. I
0: am full of love. I am
1: full of love. And
0: I cannot be offended. And
1: I cannot be offended. I
0: am perfectly made to be me.
1: I am perfectly made to be me.
0: I am always on time.
1: I'm always on time.
0: (laughs) When I get there. When I get there. So I never hurry or worry.
1: So I never hurry or worry. All is well. All is well.
0: Because the essence of all that is good.
1: Because the essence of all that is good.
0: Dwells within me right now.
1: Dwells within me right now.
0: In my life right now.
1: In my life right now.
0: Nothing is wrong.
1: Nothing is wrong. Because
0: nothing stays the same. Because
1: nothing stays the same.
0: All things are changing.
1: All things are changing. In
0: the presence of this moment.
1: In the presence of this moment. To become better. To become better. And 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 better. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Wow. <laughs> You're a Connecticut believer. So now what? I think we just got a glimpse. What an awesome, powerful podcast today. And as Steve started the podcast out by announcing Orlando, sunny Orlando, Florida is the new residency. I'm so excited. Location for live podcasts in person. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. Podcast brunches. <laughs> right? Make sure you check it out, StephenCanyon.com. Tickets will become available within the next week. And you can also see the 100 day guided journal there. Make sure you follow Stephen on Instagram at StephenCanyon. And as and always,
0: sending out much love to all the KB creatives <laughs> yes, all around the world.
1: All around the world. And thanks, as usual, Stephen, for all the wisdom.
0: Bye.